0: Welcome, everyone, to the Supersize Fizz Ed Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Carney, and I teach kindergarten through fifth grade in Fort Myers, Florida. And I teach large groups, big old, big old groups, 100 to 130 at a time. And again, it's not always easy, but I enjoy it. And my hope for you is that you get some value out of this episode, which we're going to talk about cup sacking today. And cup sacking is something that about eight years ago when I first started teaching PE, I never really heard of before. And I've seen people say, what is cup stacking? I've had adults, like uh, parents, have no idea what I'm talking about. But I think it's something really, really interesting and something we need to explore. So let's get to it. All right, just a little beat for you there. So for me, cup stacking started off as a rainy day idea, and I saw it online, and I thought it was pretty cool. Just thought it was something different. It wasn't uh, obviously, you know, real super sporty, but it was just something that we could use for an inside activity. Now here in Florida, we have I have a pavilion and a big field and a couple of basketball courts, but when it rains, it rains, and you know, where I'm always watching, especially early in the school year. There's always Uh, I guess if you don't live in Florida, you don't know this, but Florida weather patterns, um, especially August, September, October, um, we're always watching for hurricanes. We're always watching the weather and the weather patterns in, uh, I guess, late summer, early fall kind of go like this, where in the morning, it's usually no, there's usually no rain in the morning, but I mean, it's kind of weird. It's just (laughs) how it is, but near the afternoon, the rain usually hits. And sometimes we make it throughout the school day outside, sometimes we don't. And it's just it's just interesting, that's all I can say. So when we go inside, we either have the media center or the cafeteria, or if, we, if those spaces are not available, we will go into the music room. And uh, I'm lucky enough to have a great music teacher who allows us to kind of join her inside when we have no place to go. So we used to have the cafeteria more. Now, the schedule has changed where... We don't start till a little bit later, so I don't have the cafeteria as much. So cup stacking has kind of been on the downswing a little bit, only because we just don't have the area to do it. Now, if we do in the media center, we just don't have enough room, and (laughs) the media center uh, specialist is not crazy about hearing cups (laughs) all day long. Um, So we don't do as much as we used to because we just don't have the space, but I like to incorporate it outside or even Um, Maybe a couple classes inside uh, when we can. So this started again, um, I'd say about seven or eight years ago when I first started, maybe the year after I first started. um, I went to my principal, and he ordered us a set of 30 uh, cup stacks for us, and they're 12 in a stack. And, you know, we really enjoyed it. I had students either partner up or... Now, if we have 120 kids, I guess you can do the math. It's about four in a group, so they each got about three They each got three cups, and we just work on this simple three-stack. And if you don't know what that is, um, I will put a video on my website, supersizephysed.com, where you can kind of check out just the basics of it. So you start with a three-stack and just get the kids used to the motion, using both hands. And that's a big thing with especially kindergarten and first. They want to use their, just their dominant hand. And so this leads to bigger discussions on dominant, non-dominant, and how they, they need to use both sides of their body. And it's really that I think cup stacking is great for that. Okay, so it just, it's just a good conversation there because we talk about dominant hand when it comes to throwing, or, um, you know, I tell the students, especially in kindergarten, I say, which hand do you write with? Which hand do you throw with? Okay, that's your dominant hand. Well, we need to work both sides of the body, we need to work with your non dominant hand as well. And cup stacking is a great, you know, way to, for especially younger students, but all students to explore both sides of the body, working together, coordinating, uh, just hand-eye coordination. And so um, we started with, you know, the set of 30, and slowly we've been growing, getting a few more sets each year, either by doing the, uh, there's an annual, um, this November 8th, there's, I see, I'm putting a good good plug in for November 8th, it's the Speed Stacking Guinness Book Book of World Record Day that they do every year, and they try to break their own record of of, uh, students cup stacking on the same day. And so we do that every year, and and they send us um, stickers, and they send us a a new um, cup stack set. And so we're adding to our set. We've actually added timers. We've added other things. And like I said, I mean, not every student enjoys it. Just like not every student enjoys, um, you know, doing I don't know, dribbling in soccer or hockey stick handling. So it, it just it adds that variety, and I, I think it goes well with a lot of students. Um, brings that, you know, some students that just don't like regular PE, outside PE, or even inside, to uh, just uh, something different. You know, some students excel at math or, or reading or art or music, and some students, you know, I just they like this. They like upstacking. It goes well. And as a matter of fact, what I did a few years ago now it, it doesn't work anymore with my schedule. But I had third graders. I did a lunch club, where I can't remember. It's been about four or five years. I I want to say once a week. What yeah it was weekly. I would have let's say on a Thursday, they'd come into the media center and they bring their lunch, and we'd have I'd have cups set up and we just we just go and they got really really good. And I even have um, a former pair of mine. He is now a a teacher at another school. He's been challenging us to to get a group going because he wants to get his, his uh, cup stackers going as well, and maybe we can even join them in, in a little tournament. So I'm trying to find a, the best time, actually. Um, it, the times just don't work really well. I'm going to hopefully start a morning club where students come in uh, a little bit earlier than the before the bell rings because I have a morning spot, a morning duty up front, parent drop-off. So it's, it's just hard to coordinate the times. Um, but I think it's worth it, and if you can – coordinate a time where you have a small group working on cup stacking, it is definitely worth it. As a matter of fact, last year, at the very end of the year, um, actually, not the very end, the last half of the year, I did a cup stacking club for fifth grade because that worked well with the recess. But unfortunately, I only had about five or six, and it was all girls because then the boys wanted to give up the recess time. So if you can find that, that little niche, that little time to fit it in, I think it's really worth it. And here's some of my reasons. I, I and some and research actually backs this up. Well, as far as I've seen online, I guess. So first of all, it builds their confidence. So students, um, as they get better and better, their confidence grows. Just like anything, you practice, practice, practice. You get a little better, better, better. Your confidence grows, and I think that's number one—that just builds confidence. Number two, it's just a different way to motivate certain students. Again, some students don't like. I'm just throwing hockey out there. You know, again, uh, if we're doing a stick handling unit, or just let's say uh, even a target unit, and we're doing certain games like just I don't know, bocce, bocce ball, or you know, beanbag toss, or just anything with target games. Maybe they don't like that, but you bring in cup stacking, and they love it. So just different ways of motivating different students. Okay, number three is coordination. It helps their hand-eye coordination. It helps work both sides of the body, and Even as they're being, um, you know, when I kind of give them free play, they can work maybe crisscrossing and doing just different things, crossing the midline of their body. So the hand-eye coordination is, and working on their, especially their non-dominant side, is just a big plus when it comes to cup stacking. Number four, creativity. I give the students, especially the younger ones, five minutes at the end or five minutes at the beginning, however you want to do it, just time to just play with the cups just be creative. I've seen some really cool stuff. I've seen kids downstack in a different creative way. It. I don't think it was, or it might, <laughs> one of the ways was really cool. I don't know if it's legal as far as cup stacking, but who cares? It was creative. And it's just something to get them working on um, just thinking their thinking skills and, and how they can see things in a different way. And that kind of brings me to number five, which is really just their, work, their brain functioning. Just working on different aspects of, I'm not a brain person but I'm just saying just working on different skills, working on different ways of thinking, okay? It boosts their creativity. It might even help them on their you know, their math skills or taking a test because they're they're just thinking in new and exciting and different ways. Okay, which brings me to something new. Now, you can use cup stacking for different games. And I actually have a set of buckets, the bucket stacks, which I'm going to talk about a couple games in a moment. Well, one of the games is what I call Wreck It Ralph, where they they come down and they they, they just build a six stack basically a, th- a pyramid, and they have to protect. They have a few students that protect the pyramid, and they have people trying to destroy the pyramid, and so the Wreck It Ralphs try to destroy it while the Fix It Felixes try to keep the the stack up. Now you can do relay races with the buckets or cups. There's lots of different exercises I've seen done while, and I'll, I've done that also where I have I'll have. Um, Students do a, a jog around the cafeteria while their partner is doing a 333 or a six stack, and then they come back and they tag their partner, and then the other partner goes. So there's lots of different ways you can use cups in new and exciting ways to keep the students motivi- motivated. And so now it's time for our cowbell tip of the day. <coughs> All right, so your tip of the day is Tower of Terror. Now, I did a podcast on Tower of Terror a couple weeks ago, so if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, please do so. It is a, a, just a great game that I, I came up with, and not to toot my own horn here, but I think it's worked out really well. And trust me, there's games I've come up with that have not worked out at all. And this is a mostly, a, I'd say, a one-class game, but you could, and I have done it with two classes before, just double up the number of uh, either blindfolds, scooters, and buckets if you have them. Now, if you're not sure how to play, I have it on my website, supersizephysed.com, a video, an animated video of how to play the game. And there's many different levels. There's at least four, maybe five. You can add to it six levels. Um, So it starts off basically you're on a scooter, you and a partner, and they, they, they kind of push you down and guide you through the area and back, and then you switch people. And then you can add blindfolds. And... I started off with blindfolds, and I actually got rid of them for this year because it just took too long, but the kids really liked it. And, but, but the problem is I was doing a target unit, and I'm, in, I'm near the end of this target unit, and I want to get a chance to throw at the buckets. And so we never really got a chance to finish, so I had to get rid of the blindfolds. So if you need to skip a level, that is absolutely fine. But I would definitely say check out this game – Especially at the end of the game, when they start building the towers, the buckets—you can even use cups, I guess—but they build the buckets, and then the other team can decide whether they're going to use a dodgeball or a gator skin ball to throw it at to destroy, basically to destroy, or they want to keep building because the first team to build wins. And I just think it's a great teamwork game. It's a, it's you know just cooperating with your team, and I just think it's it's a really nice game that um, anybody can play but it adds those cups to it, those buckets to it and i think it's really neat. And if you want to actually see actual video footage of us playing it, that is on our backstage pass, which is the weekly videos i put out on my YouTube channel which is coach carney 99 on YouTube, but it's also linked at, in at my uh, my website on supersizedphizet.com. So check it out. It is a great game and I, th- I just really think you'll enjoy it. So that is your tip of the day. All right, everybody. So thank you for tuning in today to the Supersize Phys Ed podcast. I really think if you haven't given CUPS a chance to really do that, and I want to say one more thing. If you want, they actually have a program. Uh, if you go to Speedstacks, they have – I'm looking at my website right now. Um, uh, there is You can order group requests, like a group um, – do a group order, I guess what I'm saying. And what you can do is you can sell them basically to the – to your students and I, I hate saying the word sell to your students or the phrase but you, the, if they want it's great especially for a gift at the end of uh, right before Christmas some of the students really want it and part of the donations go back to your your school your PE program so you can actually earn money and the students can buy the cup stacks and mats and timers and things like that so I think it's a great idea um, again I it's just a choice and if you get stuck with them they take them back or we, we work out a deal where, okay, well, we made X amount of dollars, and we owe you X amount of dollars, so call it even. Or we owe you five bucks, and we keep the rest of the, the equipment. So that's worked out really well for us in the past. So you can go to speedsex.com for that, and I think it's just a great idea. So give Cup stacking a try. Let me know how it goes at supersizephysed.com and I will talk to you soon. Here's another beat for you.